0: Hey, I'm Alan Hunter. You're listening on the Pantheon Network.
1: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.
2: The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits. Perfect for seeing Taylor Swift The Eras Tour. Presented by Capital One. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel.
0: Enjoy your stay in Suite 13.
2: Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet?
1: Terms apply. See capital1.com for details.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Welcome to Tunes and Tumblers by Atwood Magazine. Listening to music is more than an auditory experience. Tunes and Tumblers explores the way our senses mingle by pairing new and classic albums with cocktail and mocktail recipes. We invite you to bring out your inner mixologist as we approach the music we love from a unique, immersive, and thoroughly delicious perspective. So put up your feet and enjoy a cold one on us. I'm your host, Anthony, and if I sound a little hungover, it's because Halloween was a couple days ago and I am still recovering. Your 30s are no joke, fam. Enjoy being able to drink two glasses of white wine without waking up the next day regretting every decision you've ever made. Despite my bedridden status, though, the show must go on. Please enjoy this hair of the dog responsibly. Of course, we all know that drinking alone is a sad, sad business, so I found a couple of guys painting caricatures on the Venice Boardwalk to join me on the air today, and they are...
4: <laughs> I kind of like that intro, actually. I do Ryan, like that one. <laughs> uh, Ryan, your music connoisseur.
3: And Pedro, your mixologist. And our guests today are an alternative pop band hailing from Toronto. They formed accidentally when a local studio double-booked them, and they've been on a meteoric rise ever since. Since 2016, they've amassed a full-length album and three EPs, the most recent of which is our topic for the day. They've joined the likes of Lennon Stella and the band Camino on sold-out tours across North America, and even picked up a 2020 Juno Award nomination for Breakthrough Artist of the Year. You may know them by their sticky hooks, adventurous songwriting, and seamless evocation of moods that gives our own hashtag mood game a run for its money, Tunes and Tumblers fam, please welcome the band, Valley, to the pod. Woo! Hey.
1: What up? Hello! Thank
5: you Hello. for having us.
3: Of course. <laughs> Glad you liked it. Uh, before we start, because this is an audio medium, I'm wondering if y'all can just sound off with your names and what you do in the band, just so our listeners can dis- uh, can tell who is speaking.
5: Uh, I'm Kara. I play drums and sing in Valley.
3: I am Rob, I play
0: guitar and sing in Valley. I'm Mickey and I play guitar slash keyboard in Valley. I'm Alex and I play bass and make funny voices in the band Valley.
3: <laughs> Everyone needs someone with funny voices in their band. <laughs> always, oh yeah. It's always. a
0: staple.
5: It's typically it the bass player. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, I want to start by saying that uh, my partner and I caught your performance at Bottle Rock Napa Valley this year. And afterwards, I knew that we had to get you on the show. She actually handed me a little note uh, saying to say hi and that she also loved seeing you at Bottle Rock. Uh, Amazing live energy. Just stellar. And you're on tour right now, correct?
0: We are on tour right now. Thank you also.
3: Whereabouts are you zooming in from? We are parked in a
6: parking lot um, just outside Chicago. We actually spent the day in Chicago and it was rainy and kind of gross. So we're hoping tomorrow, uh, you know, we have a show at the House of Blues. So hopefully tomorrow makes up for the the rainy weather. But yeah, we're literally just in our bus uh, in a parking lot outside a massive um, American outlet mall. So
0: Mm.
6: it's not much more America than outlet malls, but uh, we see a lot of
4: those.
3: Yeah, come to the San Fernando Valley. We got plenty of
4: those. Yeah, we need we need to talk about so we have when we say the valley here, we have a particular valley in mind. I think we need to get to the bottom what your what valley you're referring to with your with your name. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's from the land before time, right? The
0: land exactly. <laughs> that is exactly it. it. Got it. That's the tell. best answer.
6: I could tell. That is kind of the best <laughs> answer ever. I kind of just want to leave that answer. I was gonna say inter- let's on just the internet. Leave it at that. Let's leave it
7: at that. It's canon.
3: <laughs> Pedro always changing the story here. But anyway, there is so much to do, so much to talk about, so much to drink. But first, we need to catch up a little. What has everyone been listening to lately? Oh my gosh! Oh man, so many. I will say. Whenever someone um...
5: asks you this question, it's always like, oh, gotta pull up Spotify.
4: 100%. Well, I can kick us off while you guys while you guys pull that up and such, I saw a goth babe last night at the Fonda. And
0: nice. So oh, I love yeah, that, that venue was,
4: too. Oh, that was he. Yeah, he was fantastic. And um, and yeah, line around the around the block to get in. Sold out show. Was very very proud. Very stoked for him. To, message to the sound people: would have liked to have heard more synths. Just throwing that out there. The Fondas had a bumpy.
6: <laughs> the synth gods of Awoken.
4: Ryan hasn't Ryan has notes tonight.
7: <laughs> always throwing That's us right. under the bus us sound
3: people.
6: The latest van Camino record has just been crazy. I mean, it's it's always a treat when your friends happen to make just amazing music. So their debut has just been incredible and just watching them grow from the band that even we knew when we were touring with them, you know, they were, they were already on the come up, but I don't think anyone predicted how, how crazy of a year they would have. And I think that's just a testament to like their songwriting. It's just so good. But I would say their debut has been on repeat for me. Um, just like straight up great songwriting. Um, every song is like a single to me. Like it, they're just so good. It's And so- the new Coldplay album. I love the new Coldplay album and Coin. I've been listening to a bunch of Coin. I find mm. like when we tour with an artist, we get obsessed with their music even more. So, like, now I go oh, to bed yeah. in my bunk and like listen to coin songs because I like watch them build their show every night. And like, I don't know, there's like a whole other connection you have to the music once you get to know people. Um, mm. I feel like even just like having a few meaningful conversations with the guys the past two days, because we're just at the beginning of tour, makes you appreciate their music so much more because you kind of know you've looked behind the curtain of the people that like actually make it. Um, it's not just like your internet perception of them. And usually that makes you grow like a lot fonder of the artist even more. So it's been really nice to 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 listen to their stuff and have like that human perspective of who they are behind it. It's been like a whole new layer of love for me.
4: That's great. It can be the opposite effect sometimes though.
6: <laughs> oh for sure. Yeah. Don't mean your heroes. <laughs>
3: it's so funny because i was listening to everybody dies on the way home uh, just now from the band caminos new album it's it's so great so good
6: mm-hmm. that is honestly one of the the ba- like i've been waiting for someone to write a, a yolo type concept song that's not corny and and they did it perfectly like mm-hmm. I, i've they really filled that space that I was missing we needed a song that's just like everybody dies anyway yolo <laughs> just do what you got to do but yeah, that song is just an anthem. It's so one direction too, like in the best way. Like the ooze and that post, and it's just such a like driving beat. I love that song.
3: So good. Good stuff.
0: Um, there's this like there's this like mini EP within uh Casey Musgrave's new record that I can't stop listening to. It's like I call it a mini EP. It's not obviously like purposefully a mini EP, but it's like, I like to think of it as that because it's my favorite songs is, is breadwinner camera roll, easier Said, and hookup scene. Like those four songs in a row are just like some of the best, just like alternative pop country songs I've like ever heard. And I didn't think she was going to be able to make music that lives up to uh, her last record. Cause it's like literally my, one of my favorite records of all time. And as soon as I clicked on Breadwinner, I was like, "Oh my God, she did it!" And then the next song played, I was like, "Oh, she did it!" And then the next song, and the next song. And it's like she's just so she's so great. So I've really been like loving that. It's also like her music is just a music for all moods. You know what I mean? Like I can be in any mood and listen. Um, also, I really I've been listening to "Selfish" by Madison Beer a lot lately, and um, and then like. Again, all of our friends, like Elio and the Accents and Baby Girl, all incredible artists. Um, And I just kind of always have their music on repeat because we all send. um, I mean, there's more, but just to name a few. We always like, you know, are sending demos around and stuff. So being able to kind of hear what they're working on always inspires us as well. So that's kind of my slice of what I've been listening to recently.
3: Nice. I think Kara's next, yeah?
5: Yeah, I mean Nikki and Rob kind of said a lot of my like a lot of the music that I've been listening to, but um I really like Montero. I, I think oh, it's a really yeah.
0: Oh my god, like, yeah well put forget. together
5: record. It's just so, so good. good. And like Lil Mausex is just has just like risen to like icon. Like icon status, yeah. So like I think that's just like really nice to see.
4: Yeah, definitely. We talked about that one a couple episodes ago, I think
7: mm-hmm yeah we had a century club about it
5: i love him i just adore him
0: he's actually effortlessly cool yeah yeah
5: <laughs> he true. really is he really is
4: is anyone gonna be is anyone gonna do a little les x costume with like a pink uh doctor scrub
5: honestly <laughs> i know lit. what i'm wearing for That'd halloween be, yeah, I'll pull that
4: out. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fun have you so down
5: thank you for giving me my halloween costume <laughs>
4: Who hasn't gone? Have we heard from Pedro? I don't How think has Alex gone. Ha- Alex hasn't gone. We gotta hear what Alex has on.
0: That's okay. Mine's mine's pretty short. I mean, mine's a lot of uh, a lot of what Mike and Kara and Rafael said. I mean, um, I don't know if anybody said the new Coldplay record, but definitely been listening to that. That one's kind of a cool blend between some of the more recent stuff they've been doing and something like along the lines of like Milo Xyloto. Like I'd say like the trilogy of Coldplay records, which is like Viva milo and a head full of dreams like it's kind of uh along those lines too which is so fun we're all pretty well rob and i are are really big Coldplay fans mike says he likes the hits and i think kara likes Coldplay as a whole you know um they're just they're just something else they're just something real special um but so yeah definitely that new record um of course the new camino record um actually so right before uh we jumped on to uh, to do this with y'all i walked into a dispensary and i heard this really cool song uh playing so i looked it up it's this uh artist called page just page and this really cool song called cold Blooded." caught my ear very hooky mm-hmm. um Sick. she's from new zealand i think yeah so cool um look her up oh another iconic Paige. uh kiwi
4: so you were you were shazamming in the dispensary, huh? Or sound hounding? <laughs> in <the>
0: dispensary. Yep. <laughs> Got
4: me. That's great. I've so much discovery that way. Truly. You mentioned Target. Target has like a surprisingly good playlist. I've heard like Temples, The Walkmen.
6: Yeah. No. We've we've been played in such random places like um The Gap plays us, Bath and Body Works, um, Michael's craft stores. Like, oh, <laughs> oh hell <shit>. yeah! <laughs>
0: yeah,
6: the moms of America are just like thriving with Valley in their playlist.
0: Joanne, yeah, like all the parents. Oh, uh, Karen just rolls in asking for some like glitter glue and just just jamming to Valley <laughs> for all the people. <laughs>
7: For all the people cruising at Joanne's Fabrics, uh, a, yeah. look if you want to know why
3: the three of us are laughing so hard, go and listen to the episode we recorded and released last week to hear all about Joanne's and Michael's and what goes on there—the <laughs> dark
7: underworld of Joanne's and Michael's tunes
3: and tumblers after dark.
5: Honestly, that is I love it. I'm going to listen to that because there's a lot, there's a lot of there's a lot of layers to peel back on that one because Joanne's <laughs> and Michael's like. On the facade is one thing, but like once you like immerse yourself in the culture of Joanne's, we actually have something called Fabricland um in Canada, which is the same as joanne's, but like
7: but there's rides
5: same kind of <laughs> yeah same yeah <laughs> there's rides, same kind of breed um you know it's a it's a very interesting culture as one one might use that word, but yeah. <laughs> The deep and dark mm. underworld of Joanne's and Michael's.
7: Mm-hmm. What happens when you get under the yarn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: oh, oh my, my God. God! I wonder
3: how much of this Drew is going to end up cutting. You
7: <laughs> uh, <he laughs> better, better not cut. You better not he better better cut, cut, cut any of
3: it. You better
7: not cut a thing.
5: That is the censorship because I think that people need to know <laughs> what actually goes on at Joanne's and Michael's. If, if he wants
7: his massive bag of candy corn this year, he's not going to cut shit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so I think Pedro and I still need to go. I'll go next. So you yeah, yeah, too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. So what have I been listening to lately? I have been listening to a pop punk trio from Houston called Water Parks.
6: Water. Okay. So many fans message me saying I look like the guy from Water Parks. Is, does he dye his hair?
3: Yeah, he has. He has pink hair right now.
6: Okay, yeah. Every time I, I go on Twitter, at least once a day, and someone's like, "Oh, did you look like this person?" Actually, even my
3: hairstylist tells me that.
6: But supposedly, I look like the dude from water parks. Anyways, that's been on my mind because I literally got tagged in a tweet today, being like, "Are you this person from water parks?" I've never listened to them, but please go on because I
7: need to listen to them. It's probably how Anthony found them. He thought it was you.
3: <laughs> I was doing my research, and I'm like, "Oh, is this the same guy?" No. Nah. <laughs> All right, give me give me your top
6: water songs. I'm gonna download them.
3: Okay, so um, first of all, there's a lot of diversity in their sound. There's pop, there's electronic rock, emo, synth pop. Um, they have elements of hip hop, jazz, industrial, emo rap, hyper pop. It's just all over the place. And if you were to ask them, they cite Blink-182, Kanye West, the Beach Boys, Tyler the Creator, and Chance the Rapper as all as influence. That
6: is literally the best thing ever. What?
3: <laughs> yeah, well, they they play like, pop punk songs they play like some lighter pop songs but one thing that's consistent is that their lead singer um uses vocal modulation and fast vocals that kind of evoke like a hip-hop cadence and i love
6: so cool
3: i've brought them up on the show before uh my favorite song by them is called i miss having sex but at least i don't want to die anymore which is songs anthony
7: songs not just what you're feeling
0: (laughs) that literally means i'm on antidepressants (laughs) that is like that's literally the definition of being on antidepressants (laughs) you know it works
3: (laughs) here's this pill that uh makes you not want to have sex anymore um you're welcome anyway (laughs) so that song is great and their new record i love a lot it's called greatest hits which is pretty tongue-in-cheek uh but i really like the song numb from it it's just very fast straightforward pop punk emo a lot of Lincoln fun Park cover <laughs> no <laughs> no nah, very different shorter song um it's a shame anyway yeah uh i think that waterparks uh, water parks is great go listen to them pedro right, round us out
7: he's uh, gonna download
4: do- it from the itunes store <laughs>
7: from rhapsody go buy it from rhapsody did i say
6: download oh my gosh why do i feel old i mean add to my spotify
4: you're gonna go to your pure your pure volume account
7: oh my gosh pure volume whoa the throwbacks in this episode um i'll be super super quick i've been listening to baby no money's album eat your veggies a lot um and he's this sort of he's this canadian rapper um, also, like, sort of dips into, like, singing and does his own songwriting and stuff. And the way I could describe it, it's all very, it's all very like, boppy tunes. And this guy is, like, very serious about not taking things too seriously. Everything's just kind of fun and, like, hip-hoppy and just, like, kind of a good time. So when I'm sort of going around the apartment trying to get stuff done and, like, setting things up for whatever I have to do, like, I, I like having it on in the background just to sort of keep the energy going. And, uh, yeah, it's just sort of
3: uh, love edamame. Fucking banger. That's the one that he did with Rich Brian, right? Oh man, he's playing Toronto on December twelfth. We're from Toronto,
6: so I wanted to see him. I think he's I playing have. the Danforth on December twelfth. I'm going to go oh,
7: see wait. that show. He also did a song with Rebecca Black called Yoga. That's like really good. It's got oh, sort of yeah. like a disco. It's got like a disco beat to it. I love it. It's very hooky. Fully back, eh? <laughs> She's mm-hmm. <laughs>
6: <laughs> she came back in style. She just woke up. Our friends, like, um, it's unbelievable. She,
7: just, she decided i'm back (laughs) just letting y'all know
0: mika's producing her all her stuff
6: oh man so cool cool. she's happy and healthy like she came back fully prepared to just take over like her she's awesome i respect her so much coming back from like the most like like basically a bullying campaign but like of just like being a kid and being squashed like that like I have so much respect for her for coming back and being like, "I'm going to be an like an artist and just like rock this and like people love her. She's doing like DJ sets and like
7: just so much cool shit. She's doing all of it, and they and they made a great video for this song too. Um, she's she's dressed as like a man and he's like in full drag, and it's really just it's a lot of fun.
3: He's so, so yeah, check that out. He's so much fun. I love Edamame. I- Before we move on, here's a quick reminder that every song or artist we mention on the show today can be found on the accompanying playlist in the episode notes. So this is already a pretty big playlist that we got going on. So just everyone be very careful that we don't mention Coldplay's entire discography on the show. Oops, wait.
4: (laughs) The only one you're getting is Beautiful World. That's the only one you're getting. (laughs) It's the only Coldplay song I love.
3: All right, let's move into the bar, y'all. IDs out. Did you bring anything to show the bouncer?
0: Yeah, so I uh, I brought my Sims card.
7: What Sims
0: card? Yeah, my my Sims ID. <laughs> like, okay. does this count? Can I get in with this?
3: Uh, uh,
7: we've we've seen people get in with even less official things than that.
3: So wait, is it like from the game The Sims? Like an ID, card. they have that printed out.
0: Like you can get those. I'm actually not too sure. That's a Kara question.
7: <laughs> it's on the black market. It's totally forfeit.
0: <laughs>
5: yeah, I guess I'm the I guess I'm the Sims connoisseur here. Yes, uh, the Mickey first thing that video. came to my mind. I okay. Love I that. brought I brought my baby photo because I actually looked like a forty year old man in my baby photo because i had a big head and i had wrinkles and i was bald so <laughs> it always works i ne- i never get questioned
7: did you benjamin button is that what happened
5: <laughs> yeah you could say that you could say that
4: wow these are very regressive uh id so far very 90s it. true what else what else we got
6: um i have i'm sitting in my bunk right now but i have my i brought my journal which is actually very valuable. And I could persuade someone to get in with this because it has my 40-year plan in here all written out in um, my escape plan and all my <laughs> song ideas and my... Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of goods in here, honestly. I have a reward in it, too, if I lose it.
4: So um, oh, yeah.
6: I, th- I think this one has a, yeah, a $100 reward. Actually, it's not that big.
4: Canadian dollars or U.S. dollars? or?
5: Uh, I
6: mean,
4: depending, yeah. Wherever you're
6: <laughs> looking.
5: Speaking of reward for journal, um, in 2018, my journal was stolen in my backpack and oh. six months later, some random guy emailed me because my email, it was actually my tour journal that I had been keeping for like four or five years. And this, like, random guy emailed me and was like, Hey, uh, are you Kara? Like, I have your journal, took a photo of it, and I was like, Wait, that's my journal. Like, <laughs> I one, I hope you didn't read it, <laughs> so, like, how the heck did you find it?
3: Do you, do you, uh, like, if you're holding a a journal hostage do you just like send pages in a box until they give you the money <laughs> yeah. I'm, just, I'm gonna st- i'm gonna
7: start ripping i'm gonna start ripping out pages and put them in the fire if you don't send me my money that's
0: oh my
6: incredible
5: it's like <laughs> a this severed is... body part
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a horror movie all right well, let's
4: get into this let's get into the damn bar yeah we we need alex's id
0: all right my id uh I brought a special ID for the bouncer. I brought um the new Spider-Man No Way Home trailer for the bouncer. Wait, is it out? <laughs> no, 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 no. I just brought it because I have a copy of it.
3: Oh wow. Oh shit. We're gonna drop that shit for listeners.
6: <laughs> the FBI has now entered the podcast. Kevin Feige's coming after me. <laughs> I just got a text being like too far. <laughs>
7: Stay right where you are. Stay right in your bunk. (laughs) (laughs)
0: They're going to find me.
7: (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Just hand it off to the bouncer. They'll take him. We'll get a new one. We've done it before. (laughs) Exactly.
3: Well, looks like those all did the trick. Welcome, Valley, to the Toons and Tumblers bar. It's still only a virtual bar since cases of COVID are, surprise, surprise, rising again in Los Angeles. And at this rate, we might as well sell the physical bar to Spirit Halloween. We're doing Uh, great. We're doing great. (laughs) But in the meantime, we actually do have the best mixologist on the planet in the chat here to entice us with what we've been missing. Ryan, can you give Pedro a little inspiration? What are we listening to today?
4: Uh, I'd be happy to. We're listening to Last Birthday, the brand new album from Valley out now on Capitol Records, Universal Music Canada.
3: Amazing. And you know what? First of all, this is such a fun record. It's pop with a capital P. These are songs that can be played over and over on a loop and they stay stuck in your head for days afterward. I think personally, for me, it's a masterclass in the art of the hook. Plus, it's so bright and shimmering and optimistic, something that I think we desperately need right now. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Pedro, what drink do we have for this album?
7: So as you were saying, like it's it's a very poppy album. It's so it's so bright and shiny. And yeah, it 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 sort of took me back to I don't know, it made me feel young again listening to it. Um there was a lot of just youthfulness and whimsy in it, and I really loved that. Um also just like little references to like the nineties and stuff. I I, I just I, I loved the lyrics. I they were very um it painted a picture for me every time I was listening to it, and I really enjoyed that. So for this Drink. I sort of wanted to reach back into like my childhood. What would I have been drinking in my childhood? That's alcoholic. Um, and I also wanted to sort of use something from the nineties. So the idea was, uh, using some MD twenty twenty. Have you guys ever had that? No, No, it sounds awesome though. (laughs) So it's packed with a liquor, very strong, and also like just loads of sugar. And they're like they're brightly colored. There's like there's like a few different flavors, and you can kind of pick whichever one you want. Um. I don't know, and then and then and there was a lyric. There's a lyric in one of your songs about I can't, you can't get lemonade, and so I thought that would be sort of fun to throw into this as well. So I started with those two ingredients, and it just started started turning into this. I don't know, kind of inspired by like Long Island iced teas. So I just wanted this drink to be like strong and have like a lot of sugar in it to sort of pep you up um, and just like good energy. So. Uh, along with the MD and the lemonade, I'm throwing in some tequila because it's a fun party liquor, and uh, just some Coca Cola on top of it to give it sort of that icy color. But this is purely for you guys. Um, so yeah, that's that's the drink. It's it's actually a lot smoother than it sounds. It's got a lot of sugar in it, but it's it's very drinkable. I'm calling it a cure.
0: Ooh. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> is uh, it's that like is so good. <laughs>
7: that
6: was <laughs> I, I want to make that drink logo. up.
0: It's I so just funny. Have we're, that cure.
6: we're about <laughs> to uh, we're about to announce like a set of like a headline show in our hometown, like Toronto, and I think we should serve that as a custom drink at the bar. Ooh. Make it happen. Whoa. Also,
7: the MD twenty twenty used to only, it used to only come in bottles. Now they sell it in like cans, so it's like you can get even more of it in like one pack. So okay, so that is
6: really well done. Holy. So I mean,
4: it looks it looks like a Long Island iced tea, but it is not. Kara, what did you call it? You said a, like a glorified Four loco or something. What did you, what did you call it?
5: Or like a glorified like Bombay. That's I'm getting those ends vibes. Tequila. So skirt, skirt. Exactly.
7: Yeah, like MD 2020 is like, ugh. Uh.
3: This sounds uh. like a drug. <laughs> this sounds like it's it's made at meth labs in in Seattle. Page. Uh, Honestly, I, I,
7: it wouldn't surprise me if you could only make it, like, underground, you know? Like, it has to be <laughs> underneath,
4: like, something. <laughs> it is, like, it is like a great, cheap drunk, and, yeah. It sounds like the tour of, like, like it sounds like a Megadeth tour from 1992.
3: <laughs> <laughs> 2020. Well, I love it, Pedro, and, as always, that's literally all I can say while sipping my Topo Chico. <laughs> TNT fans, please go into the episode description and find my change.org petition to have Pedro send me the ingredients every week. (laughs) And if we get enough signatures, maybe Joe Biden will force him to do that. So yes. (laughs) Cheers, everyone. Cheers. 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 So let's talk about last birthday. And I don't think we can talk about it without mentioning your quarantine EP Sucks to See You Doing Better. And so let's rewind a little bit First of all, that name of the EP is so evocative. Can you tell us a little bit how you landed on that?
6: So we we originally went to LA in 2019, uh, right after our tour with Camino, and we wrote a bunch of songs that ended up being on an EP called Sucks to See You Doing Better. But in that same kind of trip, we also wrote um, a song called Last Birthday with this amazing artist called Ash, Um, she's incredible so we wrote we wrote a song called last birthday with her and very quickly we realized it was like one of our favorite songs we've ever written if not our favorite and we kind of had that in dropbox for so long and just kept kind of figuring out like when was the time to drop it and we just wanted we were kind of being patient with it because we knew it was really special and we wanted to kind of like you know take our time and anyways so we kept writing and then a pandemic happened and we ended up dropping sex to See doing better as like its own kind of ep with you know those songs particularly relating to comparison and heartbreak and uh, like kind of mental health and then last birthday kind of crept up again and we were like this song is so special it needs to come out and we ended up writing a bunch of other new music and that kind of complemented that title um and yeah, ended up calling it "Last Birthday." Last Birthday—the title is very special to us. The actual song, which is coming out next year, um, is all about kind of like un- unconditional love and like being there for somebody or something, no matter what, like till till death. And um, it's very much kind of like the imagery behind it is like this movie called Thelma and Louise that we discover while writing mm-hmm. the EP. And that movie really kind of defines the idea of, like, friendship and, like, you know, I'll be with you till like, no matter what, even if it means, you know, how that movie ends. I don't want to spoil it, but it's it's <laughs> really, uh, yeah, that, that's kind of where it comes from. And just the title, like, Last Birthday is almost like, I always say, there's, like, two rooms with a piece of glass separating the rooms and like sucks to see you doing better is like this person that's just like frustrated with you know comparison themselves to other people and and just kind of going through a breakup and and dealing with their own mental health issues and the other room is like kind of that person looking back on that and they kind of complement each other that way And last birthday is a lot more i think positive in a way and it's more reflective on the past but just in a Positive way versus "Sucks the seating Better" it was very much a darker reflection. So, yeah, I'm really happy with the title. The title, I think, people will even realize how much more um, it's rooted in our band once they hear the actual title track um, when it comes up with all the deluxe stuff next year. But yeah, we're just really proud of proud of the body of work. It's uh, last birthday just felt like the perfect title. It's mm-hmm. always been something that has you know just stayed in our journals and in our heads for for two years now so it just felt right all signs pointed to that
4: title i like that it could mean your last birthday like your previous one or your last one ever exactly oh yeah i never double double
6: meaning,
3: meaning. <laughs> you made kara sad right <laughs> like, that's my wait, job wait, i'm supposed to be making people feel sad on the- <laughs> <laughs>
5: <No>. <laughs> well i never i never thought of it as like the the birthday that you just had
4: Oh,
7: but i guess
5: that's like a happy spin i always Mm -hmm. just thought of it as like being till like because i think when we were writing that song like we literally had this moment well actually two of our friends in this band called baby girl i remember them telling us one time they're like there there will be a time where like there's gonna be a song that you hear and it's the last song that you'll ever hear and i'm like what like That's crazy. And then you start thinking about like, there will be lasts of everything. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's Uh. obviously like, duh. It's like, yeah, that's what dying is. But like at the same time, it's like you don't think of it. And when you start to think about it, it's pretty morbid. Like it's pretty depressing. But also at the same time, I think grabbing like one of those scenarios and being like, there's also going to be a lot of positives too. Like there will be people that were there. your first and we'll be there for your last i think those people are really special you know
0: Mm -hmm.
6: that reminds me of like the saddest meme i've still seen to date in my life and it's like i don't know if you guys have seen it but it's that meme where like it's not even a meme it's just i guess it was on a sad meme account because i follow those but it's it's like it's just says like there was a time where you like it was the last time that you went out and like played with your friends outside. And like, you don't even remember that. Like you, there was just a time where like you didn't go out again with your friends and like, you didn't leave your bike on their grass. And like, it just made me feel so sad. Cause like there was a time, there was that one last time you like went out and played and you will never remember when or why, but it just like stopped. Mm -hmm. It's it's just, yeah. Last bit always makes me think of that. 'Cause it's that shit's that's some sad shit for me.
7: That is exactly what I was just thinking about. Like that that's even sadder. It's like the stuff that didn't necessarily have to be the last. Like you're not dying. It's just something like it just ends.
3: Wow.
0: I saw like that. when was the last college party where somebody broke a beer pong table, you know what I mean? <laughs> literally it's like yeah. different yeah. eras of we can like go of that though <laughs> <laughs> i mean i never did that because i didn't really go to a traditional university or college unfortunately i never got the college life. actually none of us really did um but no. i feel you like in saying that Mm-mm. there's like different eras of that you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah yeah
3: i saw a meme that was very similar to that and i thought you were going to say the exact one rob which is there was a a time that your parents put you down for the last time. And I think that one really hit me.
5: Whoa. That's, that's crazy. Oh.
7: My, my parents still hold me all the time. <laughs> it's... <laughs> I don't know what you... <laughs> your dad just lifts you over his head all the time. I will, hey, I will fucking die first before that, before that stops happening.
3: So let's get back to the music before we go down the existential rabbit hole. Um, So you said that the timeline between uh, Sucks to See You Doing Better and Last Birthday was a bit of a murky one. But was there a little bit of a working through between one to the other? Or was this just things that you were going through simultaneously that you ended up separating?
7: There was nothing
5: specific, but yeah, I think the through line for a lot of it was just kind of like, snapshots of our life and like not overthinking them as being like not trying to find a correlation between each moment in our life which like our first record maybe was very much like that because like it was we had our whole life to write that first record right like Mm. it was our first record um and there was so much like concept behind it because there was so much to like pull off of but for these records it was kind of more like snapshots and like we learned pretty quickly that like life just kind of like happens and like there's not a lot of the times going to be a rhyme or a reason for it and like if it gives you comfort like sure you can find a reason for certain things happening but I think what we were sort of experiencing at the time was like these are just moments and they pass you know and you feel one way and then you feel another way and it might not be the same and it could be contradictory of something else you were feeling but i think it's important to just like it's it's just more of like journal entries you know what i mean like there doesn't have to be a rhyme or reason to it and i think although like there's going to be certain through lines and stuff like um of just like movies we like or general concepts and stuff that we've written multiple songs about i think just in general the through line was almost like don't overthink it don't try to like make it all correlate and tie it up neatly with a bow like i think life kind of just happens in every way shape and form and like we just wanted to stoically um like record and like time stamp those things
0: Mm -hmm.
3: that's so interesting because i i also keep a journal and i like to go back to some of my old journals from maybe like three years ago and just pull up a random entry and be like oh What was he going through then? Or even kind of like marveling, like, oh, I've come so far since then. Do you ever have moments like that looking back over your stuff? Always.
6: Yeah, I actually just today, like, looking through my journal, I wrote down, I was having a conversation with this, like, director in L.A. once uh, at, like, our manager's place, and he once told me, like, you can either be the Vogue reader or the Vogue maker, and I just found it in my journal, Scribbled, and, like, it just hit me hard today. And, like, what Carol was just saying, like, I think uh, a big thing to struggle with is, like, overthinking as a band. And I think that quote just hits me really hard because it's, like, the Vogue makers don't think about anything but what they're doing in the moment. And that's why they're Vogue makers. Like, they they break all trends and kind of stick to their own arrow. And I don't know. I just read that today, and it hit me really hard. You can either be their Vogue reader or the Vogue maker. So, I think every day, yeah, we're, and with our music too, I think we're like um, always kind of like, we're, we try to be more reflective than than over, than overthinking. I think that's the main challenge right now is, is there's just so much to, to think about and consume and compare. And I think that's something that like will never stop. It's just kind of, it's the tug of war. Um, but like you were saying, those kind of reflections and like, and things like that, and, like reflecting on the past is I think super important to the creative process too. You need to like take an elevator back uh, to like, you know, consume that stuff. Cause it, it does help you change and move forward and stuff. So super important to the process.
5: And part about that question that I actually like, but have been thinking about that is kind of like interesting to me is like, um there's this like theory called impact bias. And I was, I was like just remembering because it's in this book that I read like years ago and I was giving the book to a friend and I was skimming through it and I saw this theory again. It's like just like basically the concept that like let's say a friend of yours has cancer, then you being healthy would sort of look upon that and be like, Wow, like you're so strong. Like how do you do this? Like I can't believe that you're getting through this. Like you're an amazing person. Well and like although that's a hundred percent true, like going through something like that is extremely tough but when you're the person who has cancer or is is sick and is going through that thing that just seems impossible from the outside it's like you kind of are just like yeah I guess I just like I haven't I'm getting through it and it's called like impact bias where it's like things that seem like impossible or like just like out of like completely out of reach or would be like absolutely the worst thing in the world like when you're actually in it it doesn't even it doesn't seem like anything like it, it doesn't seem as hard as like the actual thought of it is and like that's just like me trying to explain the the theory but like bringing it back to what you said like I often find that like well they're like oh we want to be here as a band we want to this type of music and then you make it and you're like oh okay moving on and then you look back to like a time where you were just like longing to to make A song like Cure or something like that, where like you just like waited long for the day where you could write a song such as that. It's just like you look back and you're like, okay, we did it. Cool. Moving on. And I find that like there's good and bad to that because on one hand, it's like, yeah, like keep moving forward, like keep making new stuff, discover more. But then on the other hand, it's like you really want to enjoy those moments. Like you don't want to be so like next best thing about it. Right. And like it's just kind of like, you want to remember what that felt like, but it's so hard because you have that bias because it's happening to you. And I just like find it's it's so hard to be in the moment when like you're in it and stuff, but it's when you like read back on journal entries and like look back at photos or you you remember and like get little glimpses of those feelings that the person that you used to be or whatever and like that's when it like kind of hits hard. But like, I don't know, that's kind of like something I've been thinking about.
0: Can I touch on that? That's why The Climb by Miley Cyrus is the best song I've ever written. <laughs> like, actually. Um, really? First off, so No, like, actually, though, because it, there will always be another mountain, like, good way or yeah. bad way, like, to climb or to get to the top of or whatever, like, um, but it literally is, it's about the climb. It's about every step of the way. And another thing I've read on that topic is, like, the power of celebrating the small wins, uh, not even as much as the big wins, because the big wins, like if you're not celebrating every tiny win it took to get to the big win, right? So for example, like, uh, you know, if we want to sell out, if one day we want to sell out a 10,000 cap venue, the amount of small wins and successes that we're going to need from now, from point A to point B, there's so many of them. And if you're not celebrating all of those small wins, when you get to that big win of we sold this 10,000 cap venue, like you're, you're going to feel kind of empty. You know, you're going to be like, wait, this is, this is how I thought I would feel so much more amazing. You know what I mean? It's like kind of the other side of what you're saying um, there, Kara. And like, yeah, just like to piggyback off that, like celebrating the small wins is so so important because there's so so many more of them and they're so they're weekly you know what i mean and like that's that's the climb right there it's like your day-to-day to to reach so
5: moral of the story the climb will be added to the
0: playlist (laughs) (laughs) the climb is on the playlist it's the top (laughs) of the playlist how it's do you sell it? The number one.
6: <laughs> I think it's you- the only song on the playlist. Just like
0: <laughs> three hour, three
6: hour YouTube compilation loop. <laughs> oh yes.
4: It's only going to be the vitamin string quartet version of it. I think. <laughs> I'm afraid. Or, or the rockabye baby version. That's um, the, so the t- on hold at your phone carrier version. <laughs> VZW ringtone. <laughs> How do you guys celebrate as a band? How do you celebrate the small victories as a band? I think just pats on the back and
0: uh, drinks and food and yeah, positive reinforcement. Non, non. I don't. I agree. I don't think we do We don't do it non, enough. Non, non we we, we, it we enough.
5: need to do. I think we need to do that more. I feel yeah, it feels do. hedonistic on, on a certain level to like celebrate every little thing, but I guess like. When I think of like celebration, I feel like, oh, we're having a party for this small little thing. No, it's it a small celebration, right? It's
0: acknowledgement. Yeah,
5: yeah. Acknowledgement. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a- I think and that's gratitude. The word it really is gratitude looking.
0: more than anything. Mm.
3: Gratitude is the operative word there. And I think that this is a, a big oversight, especially with Western culture, that we are taught to minimize our own successes and that being there able to show up for ourselves is somehow Selfish, but the truth of the matter is that if you can't be there for yourself and you can't give yourself what you need to be at a hundred, how can you be there for anybody else? So I think celebrating those small wins, even just for you, just be like, "Hey, you did it! Grab a grab an MD twenty twenty out of the fridge and make a cure." That's no, I thought needed. we were loving ourselves. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Let your hair down at Fabricland. <laughs> <laughs> go cruising in the yarn section at Fabricland. <laughs> yeah.
7: Go buy, go buy yourself three yards of tartan and just wear it around the store. All right, well, let's
5: yes. not get too it, crazy. Let's not get too. Is crazy. it bad that, like,
0: as a kid growing up, my favorite place to go shopping with my mom was Fabricland? Like, that was the spot I was excited for.
7: It's a magical place. <laughs> Fabric stores are magical when you're a kid.
3: Um, we were talking a little bit. Just now, about kind of letting go and trusting the process and not overthinking. Was there a moment or uh, like that you kind of shifted in your perspective? Were things more deliberate before? Like, how did that work for you?
5: I think they were very conceptual before. And I am deliberate, but like not necessarily deliberate in the way that like changes anything. Like, you know, like, you can be spending a lot of time on something, but it's not necessarily, like, the best way to spend your time. I think, like, we just sort of decided, like, what was important to us and, like, what's important to our music. And, like, we're, like, it's not that, like, small little 30-second note hi-hat that happens for two bars that, like, we're spending literally three hours on. Because, like, that's what we would do. And then that three hours we get exhausted and then we like put in like a mediocre snare sound. Cause we're exhausted from doing that high hat set. You know what I mean? Like, I think we just like learned how to be more intentional, you know, with stuff and like more just like curating our creative process so that it's more efficient.
0: Mm. I think when you're young, you don't believe in, you don't believe in like, um, not burnout, not that we've, not that we are burnt out or jaded by any means, but I mean, on a lower level, like, burnout like what Kara just explained like when you're young you're just so hungry you think you're gonna put you, you think you're kind of like like mentally invincible with your energy you know what I mean and then you get like 30 songs deep and you're like oh wait how to come every song is sounding like a little less and less like clean and, and like has a little less love to it and then you realize you just kind of refine your process as you go and I think we're getting to a point where yeah what Kara said just like intention Mm
4: -hmm. so like the snare sound on society that
0: feels like oh my god (laughs) thank you yes (laughs) Yes.
4: that happened pretty
6: quickly though it was like one of the first few samples that we like layered it was like that that one actually wasn't that crazy I don't remember like
5: that's a real kit actually yeah real
6: kit and then we just layered we layered but that was fast but that's an well, example we where like we a... a lot of it is live though. We knew what we wanted.
5: We wanted like yeah. a weedus teenage dirtbag kind of snare.
0: Well, that comes down to like Jordan as well. Uh, drum teching for us, we we had Jordan drum tech on on uh, all the drums for maybe um, Jordan Goche and and he just he we tell him something and he knows exactly what uh, I guess what we're looking for and he nailed that sound. It was layered slightly, but he got that that shallow snare sound pretty spot on from the beginning i guess
5: yes
4: yeah, was... uh that's, that's amazing to have someone like that on your team yeah he nailed it
3: well unfortunately we are coming up to the end of the interview section but i want to do what i always do at the end of the interview and open up a question to the group so we've talked a little bit about unconditional love and there's this quote of yours that i want to read for everyone if i may
7: is it from one of their journals
3: Yes, it's from Paris Journal. <laughs> I bought it. Reveal some... Anthony had the journal
4: the whole time. <laughs> all
6: could all, he could only <laughs> afford two pages. So.
7: An- <laughs> Anthony Anthony paid the reward and took the journal himself. That's why he never got it. I'm.
4: <laughs> he got it on the Silk Road. <laughs>
3: Well, anyway, the quote from Kara's journal goes, uh, we all have that person in our life that we would pick up at the airport at 4 a.m. without hesitation. That person that could sleep on your couch when times are tough. Maybe you don't have to speak every day or distance keeps you apart. But regardless, they are a constant in your life until your last birthday. So I'm wondering, for each of us, who is that person
0: for you? Wow. 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 Gee, we might I love be that a... question. damn yeah that's a, that's a, that's I mean a firstly one. I think it's all four of us for all four of us there you go
7: you don't want to make assumptions there no
4: I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's a pretty deep question if you if you want to go there we can but um we could also leave it at that answer <laughs> I think that's pretty good
6: um I mean there's two I would say for different reasons I mean of course my girlfriend she's amazing and just, like, keeps me alive, um, literally. And then I think also my, my sister is, like, really important in my life. Um, my parents are, like, immigrants from Europe. So, um, you know, they came to Canada really young and just, like, you know, 50 bucks in their pocket and just, like, kind of, like, you know, I was very much raised primarily by by my sister a lot of the time. And She was kind of, like, the, the bridge, the gap to like, you know, help me figure out kind of a new life in Canada. And my parents, obviously so much culture shock and, you know, le- getting to know just a new, whole new life. So I think, yeah, my sister's like, like and my girlfriend equally are kind of my uh, my 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 2 a.m. call, kind of no matter what, um, two wonderful ladies that uh, keep me strong, keep me, keep me healthy. So that will be mine.
4: Nice.
0: Yeah. Ah, whoa. Voice crack. I'm 14 again. <laughs> um, for me, I'd, I'd have to say definitely, um, my girlfriend, uh, Charlotte and my best friend from high school, Josh, he, he doesn't live like close to us anymore, but, um, he's still like my best friend. I'm his best man, his wedding. And, um, yeah, just like he basically lived in my house for four years all through high school. Um, And then he moved away, but yeah, definitely could call him at any point. He'd probably drive from middle of Canada to pick me up at the airport at 2 a.m. Damn,
5: I want to say like my mom and dad. And like, although that's a hundred percent true, when I think of like someone that just like, is literally just like unconditionally there for me and like has a loyalty and like, it doesn't matter, like, you know, what I am, what mood I'm in, whatever. Like they'll still like just love me and greet me, and like don't put me on blast. But like my dog, I don't know. I just feel like dogs are just like, <laughs> That's the a great most answer. like yeah, we must protect dogs. Like they're so they just like my dog is so is literally the most important individual in my life because she's literally just like a she'll unconditionally love those who love her. And I think that's such a beautiful thing.
7: And she, tra- and she travels a lot for work. So sometimes she needs, rides.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Cosmo.
0: <laughs> I love that.
5: My, my little cowgirl. All
0: right. <laughs> I think, um, I think my answer is pretty similar to the gang. I mean, like it is the gang. Like I think, I think any of them, if I was, you know, in, in a pickle, they would, they would definitely, uh, they would show up. I think they would um uh that and I, I think my my parents uh they they play a tough game but I I think they'd do the same. Um
4: Did you say they play a tough game?
0: Yeah, they you know, they they play a tough I don't know, like they uh my dad doesn't love to show emotion sometimes, but um but I think he would show up for bad. I know. Oh, he, he must be he. a dad. <laughs> classic uh masculinity inducing father he must yeah, be no, italian no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's great though like at the end of the day like he he cares so much and 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 shows his love in, in so many different ways and uh and that is definitely one of those things that i think you would do for me so
4: that's right that's beautiful uh shout out to dads showing love in ways we sometimes don't feel here or uh detect in any way whatsoever <laughs> but somehow we know
6: <laughs> but it's
4: but it's there
7: it's
6: there it's somewhere there yeah. maybe at fabric maybe at fabric Lynn. Our, so that's, uh, F-
7: that's that's where i was i was waiting <laughs> it's all at fabric it's all there
0: <laughs> at the car dealership this, you know like yeah well, yeah this exactly is... there's this joke with our front of house where he, the other band that he works with like yells at him for not saying i love you because instead of saying i love you he says rock and roll so he just goes, rock and roll. And when he says goodnight, Such a saying, I love thing. you.
6: <laughs> it's like, dad, I love you. Rock and roll, kid. No, I love you. Rock and roll, yeah. kid. I love <laughs> right you.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: Yep, that's great. You can go now.
0: <laughs>
3: oh Boy. Muzzle. And with that, who's ready to transition to the final part of the show? Who's ready for some hashtag mood let's do it yeah got to thank Jacob Jeffries and Jesse McGinty for that amazing hashtag mood theme song also we are learning that I should not produce the show because I have no idea what the heck that I am doing but hashtag mood is this really fun game that we like to play to test our playlist building skills what we are going to do is go over to our tunes and tumblers hotline where a fan of the show or a friend of the show or a fan of Valley has left us A voice message or a text we are going to listen to that and each of us gets a chance to pick one song to match that I went through a huge inbox after y'all made your call to action today and I had a difficult time narrowing down which one we are going to do but I think I have found one who's ready to hear it us This one that I have queued up right now is from someone named Casey, who is a fan of Valley. And we are going to have our lovely speech to text person, Gail, read it for us. Here we go.
1: I am so, so happy that Valley will be on a podcast. I love podcasts and Valley. So this is a win for everyone involved. I have been feeling authentic lately. It's kind of hard to explain, but for a while now I have felt like I'm just going through the motions of life, work, sleep, eat, come home, grocery, shop, etc. My job is emotionally and physically tolling, I'm a licensed vet tech who works 12-hour shifts, and I just wrapped up in having my identity in my job. The authenticity I have been feeling has surfaced in the past couple of weeks. I have been redecorating my office this week full of thrifted furniture, collectibles, and plants. Also, seeing Valley this past Monday was soul-filling. They are my absolute favorite band and my fiancé is from Toronto so I was pumped to see them. I knew every word to every song and geeked out the entire time and it was celebrating. And now I'm in Utah visiting my younger brother and hiking through national parks. I have just been able to express more of myself lately which feels more authentic than going through life motions. IDK hopefully that makes sense. Thank you so much. Less than 3 Casey.
3: That's uh less than 3 means hearts. If for, <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was like shouting out her like
7: Twitch channel or something like less than three KC, get at me, subscribe.
0: Thank Wait, you so that's much, a Casey. Wait, song title. Less than three.
4: Oh yes.
7: Oh, there you go.
0: That's great. That's great. That's oh my god, because I love you is three words. <gasps>
6: Ooh. Ooh, we got one.
0: We didn't write in
5: that song too. We had that a, was we a beautiful.
4: Had... I love that. I love so, that. This was Casey Musgraves, right? This has come full circle. (laughs) Avi, I didn't know she was a a vet, Moonlighting as a vet tech.
3: I honestly wouldn't be surprised. Guys, if she worked at (laughs) Fabricland.
4: Oh my God. I can't imagine that, but I can imagine her being a Karen at a (laughs) Fabricland.
6: I honestly, that was so nice to hear though. Um, Authenticity. Wow, that's a great word.
3: Thank you so much for this mood, Casey. I think it's an incredible one. Moving from just going through emotions into finding your authentic self. Who would like to take this first?
6: Don't everyone. Oh, man. I guess I can go first. I mean, this one might be a little obvious, but to be honest, it's just the first one that came to mind because I don't know. It just automatically, at least I throw it on when I'm feeling great. Um, but I'm going to go with Good as Hell by Lizzo. it's uh it's just a bop and um i think lizzo is just such a good example of of authenticity in the pop sphere and just like to be i mean she's just a queen and i don't know i i saw her open for for haim years ago and even when she was like not big yet like like she just like was such a star on stage and just was so confident and put on the best show ever and then obviously she blew up um, a few months later but yeah, I throw that song on not only to like the lyrics are just incredible. She's just a star, but also just like I'm also reminded by listening to her that like she was, has been doing her career for so long and has just really stuck to herself and her her values. And Just she's the queen that she is. So good as hell by Liz.
3: Uh, it's a foolproof bop. Right on. Don't disagree. <clears throat>
7: Did you wait? Did you say you disagreed? I said yeah, I just don't. Disagreed.
3: I said I don't disagree. Did it come out? Oh, okay. Oh. The beginning part cut out. <laughs> I oh. was like, no, no, I don't disagree.
7: Anthony disagreed with that, guys. I, That's wow. No, I,
3: I am not coming after the queen. Should have kept it in your journal. Should have <laughs> kept it in your journal.
7: <laughs> Liz, oh no.
3: Wait, <laughs> Drew, help. <laughs> Kara, what you got?
5: my my song for that mood is happy and sad by casey musgraves because i know that song's kind of about like when you're having the best time of your life it's like why do i feel sad it's like again what we're kind of talking about is like am i allowed to like celebrate this moment like literally what anthony was saying it's like a very 2021 feeling where it's like wait am i actually like allowed to be just like one emotion and that's happy and that's great and i think when I think of Casey's story, I think of that. Sorry, Casey, who, uh, not Casey Musgraves, other Casey.
7: <laughs> less less than three, Casey.
5: Yeah, <laughs> less than three. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, I think you just like to know what like happiness feels like, you need to maybe have those moments of like inauthenticity to know what real, real authenticity feels like. It's like you can't have day without night.
3: Nice, that's a really good one
5: less mm-hmm. than
0: three k c <laughs> <laughs> my my song for that mood is probably amazing day by Coldplay. um yeah, it's just like I don't know. it just gets me in a in a good place. I definitely feel like everything will be okay when I listen to this song um it's and it's not necessarily about like being like your your most like authentic self. it's just about like. I think it's it's kind of just mostly about um, reassurance and kind of just like at the end of the day, like everything will be all good um, and in the in like the most positive way, like nothing matters. You know, um, that's that's kind of the, what I take away at least from from that song. And it's just a just a really beautiful pop um, that I that I go back to. Um, mine is um, so it's this song called Fabric by an artist named elio and the lyrics i just wanted to read because i think the authentic part about this that i think is really sick is she she says her like two best friends names in it so basically this song is about like her feeling like really stuck and like needing literally to get out of the motions like what you were saying and like step up your shit and like um just like take a real leap of faith kind of thing and this was right before she was about to drop out of college and like do her music career and then ended up popping off so the lyrics are but Steph's already got her her shit sorted and Christy's on her way to New York huh wish I wasn't just always so caught in wishing i could be somebody and then it ends with haven't looked you in the eyes since last week way too busy crying in the fabric but not next year no 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 not next year i'm living it up next year So it's, like, this song about, like, just, like, being, like, nah, fuck this. Like, I got this. I'm going to do it. And then she dropped out of school and made a music career. So it's, like, I just, I remember that moment. And, like, I think the authentic part that's so great about it is, A, it happened. And, B, she's, like, literally saying, like, Steph and Christy, who are her two best friends. (laughs) So it's just, like, a, a really cool thing for that question, I think.
3: This is such an uplifting mood. I love it.
7: I also hope she paid for the fabric at Fabricland that she cried into. <laughs>
0: oh my God. It's called Fabric. I'm so dead. <laughs> oh my fabric God. Wins. I cannot fucking believe it. We went there. <laughs> like
5: forget, forget about less than less than three. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> circling back to fabric, Joanne.
6: Yeah, if we could just bring that up. My subconscious brains are just running now on Fabric. It's just so unbelievable.
4: And a lot of fabric callbacks.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: I just realized the song we open with on this tour—the first verse is "It must be weaved in my fabric," and I just know I'm gonna burst out laughing. <laughs> stage. I'm just gonna turn and. <laughs> oh start my giggling. god!
7: It's time to build that that business partnership. Let's go.
6: Mm. land NFT. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: god. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Ryan Pedro, do you wanna? Take it next.
4: Yeah. You go for it, Ryan. Yeah. I'm gonna pick um one that to me always feels very feel good and uplifting. It's called I Love the Sound of Breaking Glass by Nick Lowe. And um it's just a really great mid tempo, kinda has a feel of like sound and vision. It's got the sweeping piano on it. It feels so good. And it's basically like it sounds, you know, like negative or like you love destruction, you know, but it's really just sort of big explosive change. And there's a lyric, um, you know, love the sound deep into the night. I love the work on it can do. And uh, it's just, it feels like reinvention to me. It feels very freeing. So I love that one. And that's my pick.
7: My pick is a song called Soy Yo by Bomba Estéreo, their Colombian like cumbia band. And it's this song, I mean, it's all in Spanish, but it's this song about basically not giving a fuck what other people think embracing like what makes you you and just going about your day and not giving a shit and like even the video it's really funny it's like this little girl and she's just fucking feeling herself and she's ru- she's walking around and people are like looking at her kind of weird because she's dancing down the street she like doesn't give a fuck she's just all up in everything doing her thing and uh yeah it's a really good song and i think i think it goes with this mood well dodo yeah. It's yeah, it's that do do It's really catchy.
4: Do
0: do do do.
4: Oh I'm no.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, right. should I have chosen Uptown Funk? I don't know. I chose something else. I chose a song by former guest of the pod, Chaz Cardigan. It is my favorite song of his. It's called Haircut. And it is exactly this. It's about him moving on, I guess from a breakup. He's referring to somebody, but He is creating a new hymn. He's moving on. I got a new haircut and switched all my numbers. And the chorus is something that, like, I kind of just, like, belt out while, like, feverishly crying. He says, I'll keep moving. I'll be somebody new. When I see you again, I'll be somebody new. And I think that's just beautiful. Like, yes, loss is tragic, but you can always come out of it the other side. Plus... They say psychologically that if you get a haircut after something bad happens to you, it helps you mentally remove yourself a little bit from that situation. If you've seen Chaz's TikToks, like he is like really on it with his social commentary and his mindfulness and his like uh, pop psychology. He is just go look up Chaz Cardigan. He turns all of these things into music. He's just so much fun. Great personality. Great guest.
0: I I thought you were talking about, jazz the Cartier. there's like another artist that sounds exactly like that i think it's Canadian. A, my
6: favorite line from that song is that uh, life is a long time not to change i think it's is it that
0: yes
3: it's that song
6: there's, there's a that is a beautiful sentiment i love that line life is a long time not to change that shit that shit hits deep
3: oh this whole mood hit me deep thank you so much minus three casey or was it less than 3KC? <laughs> less than 3KC. Less than 3KC. Uh, that was beautiful. And listeners, do you have a mood of your own? Leave us a message by calling or texting the Tunes and Tumblr's hotline at 626-604-6477. Tell us how you've been coping with the meaninglessness of existence, and we will give you a playlist to dance to and shove all of those thoughts to the back of your mind. And who knows, maybe your favorite artist may get to hear all about it on the air. Well, everyone, this has been a really great interview. One of our longer ones, but we have touched on so much and it was a lot of fun. Thank you for zooming in from your tour bus in a parking lot in Chicago.
6: Thank you guys so much. Yeah, hopefully next time we can uh, maybe do it in person or yes, we'll we'll, we'll do a round two for sure. Hopefully. Wherever the world ends up being.
7: But. We'll meet you at Fabricland. <laughs>
6: yeah, maybe at Fabricland. That'd
0: be fun.
3: We'll do a pop-up bar with with cure cocktails at Fabricland. <laughs> but before we close up this bar, does anybody have any lingering thoughts about unconditional love, about Fabricland, about just being your authentic self with somebody that you love, or anything? What's on your mind?
0: Oh man, mm. I like I like so. Journals. I like turtles. No,
6: there's honestly
3: perfect and <laughs> point
6: <laughs> i think just I mean, yeah i mean it's a skill yeah, in itself like to it's a skill in itself to love unconditionally so i think uh we talk about it like it's easy to do but it's it's actually quite a skill to develop um uh, like true unconditional love and mm-hmm. i think yeah just take it day by day i mean there's there's no rule book to to love and i think that learn to right receive
7: on. it as well
6: yeah, exactly um and you know i just want people listening to know that like we don't have it figured out at all um we're all in therapy as a band even on this tour we talk to a therapist once a week and like um and we need that because that's how we get you know that's the funnel for us to just let that kind of garbage out of us so we can get to a point where there's unconditional love so yeah anyone listening just just take it day by day and use the people around you don't use them but use the people as a resource around you to to you know to get to that place and and return kind of the love and the the care they give you and yeah and uh yeah it's just it's one big board game we're playing until we just disappear so don't take it too seriously either um but yeah we uh we love everyone listening thanks for tuning in and this has been so lovely you guys have been such great hosts and. Such oh, thank great you questions. guys so much. Just very thoughtful, very nice to, to have a meaningful conversation, uh, uh, especially in the middle of a rainy day in Chicago on a bus with eight people. It's nice to like escape for a bit.
3: So. And thank you so much for being here with us. Is there anything you would like to plug before we say goodbye?
6: Yeah, we're Stream on last tour right birthday. now. Streamlabs birthday. <laughs> uh, deluxe My nose. next year. And we're on tour with Coin across America right now. So if you're anywhere in the West Coast area, uh we're, we're heading that way uh, after tomorrow in chicago and yeah just uh yeah we we love you guys and thank you yeah follow us on any social platform if you want to keep up with us uh and yeah
4: we love it on thanks again thanks again for coming on thank you guys yeah,
0: so much, you guys very much. Bye, everybody thanks so much y'all thank you guys thank Hi, everyone you guys
3: so love you guys and thank you all for listening to tunes and tumblers tunes and tumblers is an atwood magazine podcast and a member of the pantheon podcast network go and check out some of pantheon's great music-based podcasts there are so many of them and they're all good plus be sure to follow us on every platform and please rate and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. it helps us out so much also if you go into the episode description scroll all the way to the bottom you will find a link where you can directly support the pod Every dollar goes to keeping the lights on and keeping Drew on the Zoom call so he doesn't bail on us for an evening. Tunes and Tumblers was produced, as always, by that lovable Drew Franzblau. Our theme song is by New New Girlfriend. Our hashtag Moot jingle comes to us from Jacob Jeffries and Jesse McGinty. And until next time, cheers. 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 cheers.